if Moses, when he was standing in front of the Red Sea with, you know, the Egyptians coming behind him and the Israelites complaining, do you think that if he did not pray to God at that moment or did not call on God, do you think that the Red Sea would have parted? Hi guys, my name is Jemima and welcome back to the Diary of Jesus Kid podcast. If this is your very first time hearing my voice or listening to this, I'm super excited that you could join me today. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Um, it feels so good to be able to say that for real now. So yeah, welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Okay, I'm sorry if I sound a bit unexcited. Um, I sort of just lost like half my recording, so I like have to do this again and i'm trying not to be bitter about it but yeah we move regardless anyways um i feel like it's been a minute since i've been on here i mean this whole thing feels like new to me again and i'm just gonna say what happened so in my head i told myself that okay i was going to try to put out something every week and you know be consistent if as the holy spirit leads me and this past two weeks it has just been i I don't know i tried i tried to like record stuff a couple times and it was just not flowing it was just not working and i just i was like okay because i didn't want to do it because i feel like pressured that i have to put out something i wanted it to be something that you know i literally i wonder god to speak to me i wonder god to like tell me what to do because i was confused and i didn't know what to do and so i just like okay i'm just going to let it slide this week and just take time to like reconnect you know and i started getting voices in my head as well that telling me that you can't do this thing it's barely the second week and you're already quitting you don't have anything to say and you know i just felt like it was all just going down and every time i get into that spiral of thoughts or i have that kind of thought process the holy spirit always reminds me of second corinthians 12 9 to 10 and it's undoubtedly one of my favorite verses and just a bit of a backstory on that verse this was when paul was asking god to take away an infirmity that he had and he asked god three times but god did not take it away and This was what God told him. My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. Then Paul replies and says, Now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. So that verse, or those verses just comfort me a lot because I know that when I am weak or when I feel like I can't do this thing or in the time where I am down, it's the power of Christ. That's an opportunity for God to work through me. If you feel me. I don't know if you get it, but yeah. And another thing, I, I guess, was... I keep remembering this video I watched of Montel Fish. And he was talking about when he wasn't feeling really... Like he could be creative. And I think it's called like a creative block. I might be absolutely wrong. But yeah, so he said... One thing he said at the ending of... The video he said if he stays close to beauty he doesn't have to worry about creating beauty and that also reminds me of John 15 
I guess I'm pretty sure it's John 15 I might be wrong but yeah I'm pretty sure it's John 15 where Jesus said he's the vine and we are the branches that as long as if we abide in him and he in us we will continue to bear much fruit but without him we can do nothing so we can't bear any fruit without him so it's just comforting to know that all i really need to focus on is staying close to the source and i don't have to worry about anything i will bear fruit pretty much so yeah i don't know why i just told you all of that i feel like this was all unnecessary information that you could have lived without but i don't know i needed to tell someone and this was a place for me to just let it all out so yeah that's what happened okay so moving on a couple of days ago i was reading my devotional and it was talking about the power of prayer and i just got so enlightened by it and at that moment the holy spirit was just like this is it this is what i want you to share and here we are so that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode and before you just log out and just feel like i'm about to bore you with the quote-unquote prayer talk I just beg that you do not and please hear me out because this is a very necessary conversation that we need to have especially as young people so yeah let's just get right into it okay so the verse I'm going to be talking mostly about is from James 5 verse 16 and it's like towards the ending of 16 and you may or may not have heard this verse before but I think it's pretty popular so there's a chance that you have and it's the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much period and i've heard that verse i I think this was actually the first time that i actually saw it in the bible or i read it for myself in the bible like i've heard it so much that it has just registered in my head you know it's just something i know that it's in the bible i don't know where but i know it's in the bible and growing up i heard that a lot and i just didn't care for it because i know I didn't think that it applied to me. I mean, it was funny how I wasn't even interested in the righteous man part. My issue was that I didn't think I could be fervent in prayer because I felt like it was something for like the elderly people. Like, I mean, I was like, what, maybe 12, 13, what did I know? So I saw it as something for, it was an activity for like, as you grow older, that's when you become fervent in prayer. And there's this other popular one in First Thessalonians 5, 17. And it says pray without season and we hear that we recite it i mean it's a short verse so it's easy to remember but it wasn't until i actually understood what prayer truly meant that those verses are coming into light in my life and so prayer for me or what i used to think prayer was was about your speech pretty much if you were asked to come pray it was about how eloquent you were in your speech how many prayer points and topics you could bring up in your prayer and how fluent you were pretty much and so it was this kind of if i'm asked to pray is this kind i have like certain prayer points i still do though i have like certain things i want to pray about and everything is just i just say everything in like an order right so I didn't see it as something I could do for like a long time. How do I want to pray for like 30 minutes saying the exact same thing, you know? After like five minutes, I'm done. I've run out of topics and everything, you know? So I did not see prayer as 
I saw it, I mean if you're asked if you had asked me even back then what is prayer I would tell you that prayer is talking to God but it wasn't until I realized that that communication is two-way so it's even I would dare say that prayer is even 70% God talking to you and just 30% of what you can actually say to him because it's more important or what God has to say is more important than what you can say than anything you can say or ask for pretty much and it's something I've come to realize because prayer is a time to connect with God is a time like it's just you like creating this time and like God I want you to speak to me and I want to hear from you and I want to have a conversation with you you know and so it's on a relationship kind of level like I can I want to meet with my father and I want to talk to him and you know hear from him too so it's not about how well I can spew out my needs and like God please help me with this help me with that I need this I need that I want to hear God what will you have me do today what is your will for me pretty much and so realizing that has kind of helped me because sometimes I want to go and pray but like I have no words I literally am dumbfounded I don't know what to say and I just want to let you know that it's okay to be silent before God because honestly I even I think I treasure those moments maybe I listen to this worship song or I read something in the Bible I know I think there was a time I read like I think it was Hebrews 11 and it was talking about how people are ready to do anything for like their faith they were ready to people were ready to be barbecued people were, you know just crazy things they were ready to do and I think one verse says we did not deserve them and I was just like yeah we really did not this world they really did not deserve these people you know and it just goes on to say that even them they did not see the perfection of this faith but we that are living in the time of Jesus we saw everything come together we saw like the completion of this plan this great plan that Jesus that God had so I was just awed and after I read that I, I was just like for a moment I was just like quiet I didn't know what to say you know so honestly I treasure those moments when you're just silent before God because you don't always have to talk and ultimately God knows what you want to say even before you say it right so sometimes it's just okay to just be quiet and just hear him speak just give him that avenue to just speak to you however he deems fit and honestly I feel like we don't understand how privileged we are to be living or to be alive in this time because okay let's talk Old Testament like these people would give anything I'm sure they'd give anything to be in the position we are in right now because they literally had to go through chief priests and even the chief priests when he was entering like the Holy of Holies, he could not just enter anyhow. Like, if he had mistaken, if he had any sin that he hasn't like made atonement for and he just enters into the presence of God, that was instant death. Like, there was no debate about it, you know? So he entered the presence of God with fear, with so much, you know, like this might be your last day on earth, right? And I think there was a passage, I might be misquoting this, I don't know, I'm so sorry, but I think there's a passage in the Bible, I don't know whether it's Aaron's sons, but some they offered a sacrifice that God did not approve of, right? And I think God was going to strike them down, but I think he had mercy because of Aaron, I think. 
so you know those kind of things just those things that happened and it was instant for them but we are so privileged that we have direct access Hebrews says we have access to the very throne room of grace and I guess we don't understand how much power that is as a Christian that you because of the blood of Jesus because of what Jesus has done for us we can now walk boldly we don't even need to be scared you don't even need to be shaky you know you can walk boldly to the very presence of God and that is just amazing and I just hope that we start to take full advantage of that amazing of this amazing privilege we have as children of God and I've had this question come up a couple times that can prayer change God's mind like what's the point of praying if what God wants is still going to be done eventually like can we it's not like we could like influence God or change God's mind pretty much and as much as I do not I don't think I have the right answer to that question but I would just ask another question you know do you think that if Moses had not when he was standing in front of the Red Sea with you know the Egyptians coming behind him and the Israelites complaining if he did not do you think that if he did not pray to God at that moment or did not call on God do you think that the Red Sea would have parted like I feel like most of I guess most of the miracles that happened in the Bible there was someone's faith there was a prayer of faith you know so if Moses did not call on God ultimately we know that it was God's will to part that sea for them because I mean he could have literally taken them through the roots that took I guess it was three days but God took them through the wilderness because he taught them how to depend on him pretty much and so faced with that Red Sea it was God's plan from the start to part that Red Sea for them but it had to take Moses prayer it had to take Moses voicing out to call on to God for God to move and I saw this um, quote by Watchman Nee and I'm just going to read it to you real quick it says our prayers lay the track down which God's power can come like a mighty locomotive his power is irresistible but it cannot reach us without veils so nothing can stop God's power when he wants to come you know but our prayers put the track down we're literally setting the stage for God to come and move and you know every miracle you see Daniel for example when they instructed him not to pray anymore because anybody that prays like anybody that doesn't pray to the king I guess would be thrown into the lion's den and Daniel went and prayed morning afternoon and night as he always did you know he didn't stop praying I mean if he did not pray nothing would have happened to him and we wouldn't have had that miracle that we had you know so it took someone's prayer before that happened and God showed up and you know they're just so many examples like that you know you get to talk about Paul and Silas you know you can tell me that it wasn't God's will to deliver them from that prison at that point but if they did not pray and sing to God it might not have happened because it was that prayer that just set the stage it just literally put everything together I mean if it had just happened like that people will argue that it wasn't God it was just an earthquake or something you know so Prayer literally puts the stage, sets everything for God to come and move in your life, in our lives. And the way I'm talking is like, 
you pray when you're in a desperate situation or when you need something but you see someone like job for example he, he did not need anything like this guy literally had everything he could ever want but he still maintained that his prayer life he still kept talking to god and he was praying this prayer just in case like in case my kids have sinned you know i'm offering this sacrifice god in case by any chance maybe they did something that they were not aware of and so he he just had this habit of praying and you know that helped him in a time that he could not really pray in a time where he had nothing and you know all those times all his prayers everything you know it was like him filling up a tank you know and you know how like a reservoir or something when you have no more water you go back there to draw water from you go back there to get water from so that was just how it was for job and it's crazy how someone like jesus for example our model example of everything jesus prayed i mean if jesus could pray if jesus saw the need to pray then i don't know who we are to think that we can survive this life we could survive this world without prayer like jesus you see in before jesus walked on water he went to a quiet place to go pray and he did not joke it was something that jesus did not joke with at that quiet time that time to just spend time with god and it's just i know i find it really funny you know because jesus is god so him going to do that is like i don't know it's just it's so iconic for me and see i came across this quote and it says most of us have much trouble praying when we're in little trouble but little trouble praying when we're in much trouble i'll say that again most of us have much trouble praying when we're in little trouble but little trouble praying when we're in much trouble and that was just like reading my life out like just exposing me to the public because i literally i have a like it i think right now i guess the holy spirit has been doing a lot of work in me and i guess i've i'm better now i thank god for that but i literally be like it's not i don't think for any christian i feel like it's just an instinct when you're going through something major or when there's something happening something big is happening it's just instinct to say jesus god help me jesus please save me or something like that along those lines but when it's something really little like it's something it's just a minor issue we just feel like okay i got this you know i push this notion of like independent woman you know and i just feel like okay i could do it i could handle it and sometimes i try 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 and when i like tried and i exhausted all my options then i now ask god for help because some part of me and i wouldn't even call it a pride thing it's just some part i just feel sometimes like i don't want to bother god with my issues or you know there are people like i had this weird thought process that there are people going through stuff there are people in the hospitals and they're literally praying to god for healing and stuff and i'm over here disturbing god with because of my pen that i lost and it's my favorite pen or i'm talking about a mass problem that i cannot solve you know and it's just like i'm projecting this like human image on god so it's like if i was a person and i let's say i even have more issues to deal with like maybe my family issues and you are calling me you're my friend and you're calling me like you've lost 
your pen or you lost and i'll just be like can you just leave me alone can you, you can i get a break can i catch a break you know so it's this kind of i feel like god has more important things to deal with than to listen to my worries or my little complaints or my you know just minor issues that i go with i struggle with so i just feel like okay i have to do it i have to at least try to do it myself you know but one thing i've understood or one thing i've learned is that you are a child and see god is your father and he says cast all your anxiety on him for he cares for you so he doesn't just want the big things he doesn't just want to handle the big things he also cares for the little things the things that you overlook and see there was a day i prayed this like i don't want to call it a crazy prayer but it was i mean if i were to be god and have a child one of my own pray that kind of prayer i would be laughing like i would just be like please just go away like what kind of thing is this what do you take me for type thing and I'm not going to say it, say exactly what I was praying for, but if you really want to know, you can message me and I will tell you, but it's too embarrassing to say it just like that on here. But yeah, so I was trying this thing over and over again and it didn't work. And I was like, God, please help me. I don't know what to do. And I, I was literally almost crying. And then after I prayed that prayer, I just tried it again and it worked. And I was dumbfounded. I was like, I, I was just like, okay, show up then. I was like, God, is this how you do? Is this, like, it felt like at that point, the Holy Spirit was like, so what is stopping you? Like, I just really felt like, is it that easy? And I've been suffering. Like, if I had known that it was going to be that quick, maybe I would have started with that. You know, maybe I would have started with God, please help me. You know? So it's just something to just think about that. God, he says... Be anxious for nothing. In Philippians 4, 6, one of my absolute faves as well. This is be anxious for nothing, but in everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So he wants to know about everything. He is a father that cares for you. So when the Bible says pray without season, this is what it entails. Everything. Tell God about the big issues. Tell God about the little things. Tell God about that friend that you have a problem talking to that tell God about those anger issues that you feel like in your head you feel like you can solve it on your own or you got this but really it's a big problem and you need to get over it or tell God that you're feeling maybe you're feeling it a little depressed and you don't want to talk to anybody about it talk to God and he's not the kind of person that you would tell him this kind of things and he will just be like please don't disturb me or just he'll just shun you and it's just really important that we're not projecting our human like failed relationships on who God is or like you're relating because this person doesn't want to hear about what I'm going through or this person doesn't listen to me that means God doesn't listen to you it's not like that it doesn't work that way you know God is literally not a man and I guess sometimes it's difficult to pray to God maybe because you've prayed for something in the past and it didn't happen or it didn't go as you expected or as you prayed for and you see one thing I've learned is that sometimes I pray and I'm I'm praying so hard in something and then I don't get a response or like at the time I want to get it but sometimes I get peace instead I get a calmness in my heart sometimes it's not 
the answer, the exact answer to your prayer, but you'll get peace. And isn't it funny how after Philippians 4, 6, verse 7 just goes on and says, And the peace of God that passes all understanding shall keep your heart and minds in Christ Jesus. So peace comes after. After that, he is going to trade your worries, your anxieties and give you peace that you can understand. Peace that you don't even know where it's coming from. So don't wait till you have like a need or like a something that is troubling you before you go before God in prayer. Pray because of your anger issue. Pray because you're happy. Pray when you're sad. Pray when you're hurt. Pray when you just want to hear from God. Pray because you just want God to speak to you. Pray for God's will to be done in your life. Pray for literally anything and everything you can think of. And I have a friend that told me once that she was she she used to ask god how his day went and she used to ask him like how he slept like hope he slept well and that was just amazing to me because that's like relationship to the next level and that's ultimately what god wants from us that's what he desires that kind of relationship where you can tell him anything and everything and honestly there is no better friend than jesus christ and it sounds a bit cliche i think you probably heard it what a friend we have in Jesus but honestly you have such a friend in Jesus a friend that will not judge you he's not judging your mistakes he's not looking at you through the eyes of like condemning you and seeing your sin he calls you by name you know the devil will call you by your sin but God will call you by your name and he just longs to have that relationship with you and I just hope that someone somewhere is encouraged to start praying start spending time to connect with God, to connect with heaven, guys. If you did not get anything I've said so far, get this, bother God with your prayers. Let heaven be disturbed with the amount of times you pray. That's literally what pray without season means. So it's an encouragement for you. It's mostly an encouragement for me, actually, to bother heaven with my prayers. Let heaven be disturbed and do you hear me? Just, just roll your eyes. You know, I want to feel the angels like rolling their eyes every time I'm calling on Jesus, like just to say hi. You know, pray and just say hi, guys. Just ask God, God, I just wanted to say hi. Hi, Jesus, how are you doing so far? How's your day been? You know, just anything, anything, guys. And it doesn't have to always be like an hour, you know, every one hour long prayer. Sometimes it's just a sentence sometimes it's just two words and you know it does go a long way guys so yeah that's my encouragement for you today and i just want to share this passage with you before i close this with a prayer and is in psalms 116 verse 2 and i'll just leave you to go think about this and it says the psalmist says because he bends down to listen i will pray as long as i have breath so David or whoever wrote this, I'm pretty sure it's David, but he says, as long as I have breath, as long as I can speak, I'm going to continue praying because he bends down to listen. God is not too far to hear you. His ears are not too short to, you know, to, or too deaf to hear you and help you. So yeah, guys, that's it for today. And I would just like to say a quick prayer for anyone that is willing to learn to spend more time in prayer with God. No pun intended. (laughs) 
Heavenly Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for your son or your daughter that's listening to the sound of my voice today. Oh God, I ask that you'd give us the grace and the power to spend more time in prayer with you, oh God. Help us to seek you first in the morning. Help us to seek you at night. Help us to seek you in the middle of our day, oh God. Help us to never stop praying. Help us to pray without season, oh God, because you know that there is power in our prayer. And Lord, I just thank you because your ears are not too deaf to hear us when we pray. And thank you because you bend down to listen to us, oh God. So help us to take advantage of that and help us to pray to you. Help us to speak to you because I know that you're always speaking to us, oh God. So I ask that you teach us to hear you when you speak. And at the end, I ask that you get all the glory from this. In Jesus' name I prayed. Amen. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in today. Oh, and before I forget, thank you so much for the love that y'all have shown me thus far. I do not take you all for granted for one bit. And I may not say thank you enough, but I'm thanking you. And I just pray that God blesses you. And I just pray that this love that you've shown me is replenished back to you so yeah thank you so much guys for the love and i will see you next time i guess i love you with the love of christ bye wait wait before i leave uh i don't think i mentioned this before but we do have an instagram account at the diary of jesus kid if you wanted to reach out to me at any point and leave a comment a question or just anything, just say hi to me. Um, it feels pretty lonely on my end. So if you could do that, that'd be awesome. And yeah, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> okay, okay, bye for real now.